Welcome to the Heaven on Earth Prayer Collective. My name is Kaya Ra, and I'm the best-selling author of the Sophia Code, the oracle for an Ascended Master High Council called the Sophia Dragon Tribe. And I'm also a fellow journeyer with you on this very heroic human lifetime. It's my great honor, privilege, and pleasure to be able to meet with you every third Sunday of the month for the Heaven on Earth Prayer Collective. At this point, we've been meeting for at least six years, uh, gathering internationally to come together and spend time uh, over this next hour in prayer, meditation, and reflection upon the teachings of the Sophia Code. I want to extend an especially warm welcome to our Sophia Circle leaders who are offering Sophia Circle journeys around the world through the Sophia Code as a sacred text. I'd like to extend a very warm welcome to all of our mystery school initiates and um, especially our newest attendees that are joining us for the Transforming Trauma into Soul Power mentor journey that we've been on since the beginning of January. And I also want to extend a warm welcome to everyone who's ever read the Sophia Code, taken the time to work through the key code initiations, um, to step into a space of mastery with the Ascended Masters, perhaps through our Stargate 1 or Stargate 2 curriculums. It's just such an incredible honor to be on this journey with you, uh, to be a part of your path, any of the resources from the Sophia Code Mystery School and on uh, our uh, curriculum offerings really come from my heart, um, from my team's heart. And um, we're just so grateful for your willingness to receive the gift and to apply it to your own journey through life so that you can experience the truth, the power and the liberation of embodying your own higher self, embodying your own sovereign divinity, which we speak about extensively in the Sophia Code. Lately, I've been getting quite a lot of questions from men asking, is the Sophia Code meant for men as well? And the answer is absolutely yes. The Sophia Code is a declaration of humanity's sovereignty, not women's sovereignty, not men's sovereignty, humanity's sovereignty, and ultimately the sovereignty of all beings, all races, all species, um, both here on planet Earth and across the cosmos. This transmission of sovereignty is so essential for the times that we are living in. Because as many of you know, uh, here on Earth, we are every day waking up to a matrix um, built on belief systems that would keep you separated from the truth of your sovereign divinity. The, the irony of this is that if everyone on this planet chose to consciously step into the truth of their sovereign divinity and to begin to reconcile with loving themselves, understanding that there is no separation between themselves and God, we would spontaneously ascend, both as a species and as a planet. It's only the separation from the truth of our divinity, from the truth of our direct connection to God. There's such a strong program, belief programs here on this planet of unworthiness that cause us to doubt ourselves. And if, if all of that were taken away, we would be such a self-loving and loving to one another kind of people. And that's our prayer. This is why we gather every month together this is why we read the Sophia Code again and again. It's why we return to these key code initiations. It's because we have a really big prayer to turn our faces and our hearts back into the light of our shared and equal sovereign divinity to feel the sun, the sunshine, the radiance, the, the precious source light frequency radiating through us and all around us loving us unconditionally and guiding us into our greatest spiritual awakening in this lifetime. For some of us, this lifetime could be the greatest spiritual awakening of all of your lifetimes. Um, a quick note to those of you who are new for the first time gathering with us for the prayer collective, please know that if there's any words 
or titles um, for what we call source or Sophia, God, Holy Spirit, um, Buddha consciousness, Christ consciousness. These are simply titles or labels that are pointing to what already exists within you. Um, when you step into any sacred text, when you step into any body of work, spiritual work, there, there's a language, there's a, a language that the author or the channel is using to hang words on concepts that are far beyond, honestly, um, you know, our daily human understanding. We're doing the very best we can with the words that we have to point to, not even accurately describe, just point to the ineffable or almost unknowing, unknowable mysteries of the universe of God. And, it, and it's unknowable from the mind, but everything in this universe is knowable through your heart, through your heart understanding that goes even beyond words. Well, one might ask, well, then what's the point of words? Well, <laughs> the point of words is to point to that which our heart would like us to know more about. It, it informs our awareness, words direct our awareness, words can guide our awareness to an understanding that something is calling us forward. Words provide guideposts and, and, and a container, a framework for us to step inside the unknowable and feel safe enough to explore what's there for us to learn about within ourselves and within each other. So if there's any words that you hear during tonight's broadcast and you say to yourself, well, I don't understand that word or I don't like that word, that's fine. You can use the words that feel safe and comfortable to you. The whole point of us gathering together is to open our hearts and to feel connected to one another and to the source from which we all come from. And ultimately, the best word uh, that is only a description, descriptor word, but it points to the essence of God, which is unconditional love. God is love. God is nothing but love. Relentless, unconditional, even what would seem to be irrational love. It's a love that is awakening us to how loving we are beyond how we've been programmed to, to behave in this world and how much love what we can offer ourselves and how much love we can offer each other from an outpouring of how much we love ourselves. Now, the words self-love have become quite a hot topic these days and yay for that because self-love is really the source of where a lot of our problems could, could simply be resolved. Um, but just as in any catchy phrase or word, it's important that we um, be cautious to oversimplify what self-love is. Our ego structure would want for us to assume that self-love is something that instantaneously cures, solves, or removes um, things that have been causing us to not love ourselves for a very long time. And the journey of self-love is learning that we are on a journey. It is a journey, a day in and day out journey. And some days feel more tedious than others. And some days feel more quantum leapish than others. But regardless, day to day, loving ourselves, loving yourself is a journey. Is a journey that you get to show up to from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep. And one would wonder, is self-love a moment that happens when I feel good about myself? And only when I feel good about myself. And it's important to understand that the journey of self-love is also about the moments where you don't feel good as you are practicing loving yourself. Loving yourself is not dependent on feeling good. Loving yourself is about a willingness to show up to yourself, especially when you feel ashamed of yourself, when you feel as though maybe you haven't made as much progress as you would hope. Maybe you even have made more progress than you realize, but maybe you can't see it. 
the journey of self-love is being present to the one within you that's even doubting the journey of self-love. It's not about always feeling good about it. It's about being persistent, willing, consistent, available, curious. And most importantly, it's a journey about following your heart regardless of how you may feel ashamed to follow your heart or afraid to follow your heart or anxious about following your heart. There are chapters in life where we may commit to self-love in hopes that there will be some sort of manifestation or benefit that instantly results as you make that commitment to the journey. But the irony is that that chapter where you are really exploring a new depth of self-love is what's preparing you for the answered prayer. But the answered prayer has a divine timing in coming forward. And that journey of self-love is the perfect journey to the answered prayer. Self-love is showing up to the person within you that may have even tricked you into into this journey of self-love with the idea that there was a carrot, a manifestation that you could get out of it as though you weren't actually a good enough carrot for the self-love. It's so interesting how the mind, how the ego structure, how the imbalances from the programming and the viral belief systems of this world can feel as though we're we're taking in all these different ideas about what things actually mean or could produce for us as a benefit. And that somehow we, us loving ourselves couldn't be the actual end goal and it is the ultimate goal. So tonight, I would like for us to read from Mother Mary's passage in the Sophia Code on page 171 because Mother Mary is talking a lot about why she's here to mentor us in this journey of self-love and how we are really confronting the shame of our world that's been internalized within us as a form of punishment, as a form of self-doubt that would keep us from loving ourselves. So Mother Mary, why would we mentor with an ascended master? We mentor with ascended masters such as Mother Mary, because they achieved such a level of mastery when they walked the earth in such a topic as self-love, self-acceptance, forgiveness, uh, service to others, compassion, that we are learning from them. Even though they are in the higher realms, they have the ability as spiritual guides and allies, as mentors from the higher realms, they have the ability to guide our consciousness, to guide our awareness in focusing on the willingness and the depth of what it what is required to genuinely love ourselves or to genuinely master, genuinely master our relationships with our feelings. Um, not control our feelings. I didn't say that word, to master our relationship with our feelings, that we can feel all of our feelings without being knocked off of our center by them. We can access the powerful information that we receive from our feelings. When we stand in the presence of the Ascended Masters, we have the opportunity to feel, viscerally feel in every cell of our body and in our hearts and in our minds our own highest potential that we can actually experience in our human body in this lifetime, not just ascending out of this lifetime, not just in heaven, here, heaven. We call this the heaven on earth prayer collective because your divine consciousness is literally heaven inside the earth of your human body. You are heaven on earth. So this pathway of self-love, it does require mastery. It requires perseverance beyond 
when we, we love the idea of loving ourselves, but the interesting thing about loving ourselves is that there are parts of us, there are places within us that have been abandoned and judged and punished and disregarded for years of our life. Even if you didn't experience physical trauma or verbal abuse in your life, it's like, it could just be from going to school or your government or a religion that you were raised in. Separation is preached at us from the moment we are step into this world. We are confronted with a myriad of belief systems. So at any point, we can just internalize and start to punish ourselves out of fear of not being accepted or safe around others. And so I invite you over the course of tonight's prayer collective, I invite you to consider that, the, that a true journey of self-love is actually a monumental co-creative journey. It, you're not meant to be isolated in a journey of self-love. <laughs> it's like my mentor says, when I'm home alone, I'm home alone with all my enemies inside my head. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no doubt. That's the, that's the truth right there. It's like, the journey of self-love is a journey of confronting those inner places that we have been refusing to love. And when you refuse to love anything long enough, it can get pretty ugly in those spaces and places and very scary. And so when you bravely, I almost have this picture of like a little kid who puts on like a soldier's helmet and a little soldier's play sword and you bravely go to step into those places that you have been holding out on loving about yourself for a really long time. Like it's not gonna feel like flowers and fairies when you first step into that, that part of yourself. It may feel like you just got your hair blown back by unresolved or unconscious anger or rage or a deep grief or sadness or um, the part of you that may have felt shut down or silenced in childhood. And like that's, that can feel terrifying. It can feel terrifying to step into that part of yourself and say, hey, I'm here to love you. Aren't you grateful that I'm here to love you now? And that part of yourself would be like, where were you for the past 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years? Forget you. I don't even, I don't even recognize you. It's almost as though those parts feel like different people within ourselves. Or an abandoned home that needs to be renovated, remodeled, swept out, cleaned up, some fresh flowers on the table. So this is why we invite our higher self, which is, what is your higher self? Your higher self is your soul. There's many parts of your soul. It's the part of your soul that descends into this world or into another world and creates a body, literally manifests a body for your soul to walk around for a little while in that world. Your higher self is that consciousness of your divinity that hasn't forgotten that you are divine. It's the much bigger part of your human body. Your localized human awareness within your human body has the ability to communicate to this part of your soul. It has the ability to merge, even merge with this consciousness that we call your higher self. Again, it's just a term. It's just a word. It doesn't mean you're going to a higher place someday to become that self. You already are your higher self that exists in all of the realms, higher realms, while also existing within your human body. And so the first step to, re to recognizing this journey of self-love is that there's a much, the co-creative journey of self-love that I was just speaking to is that your higher self is the consciousness that's guide that has the light and the power and the, the healing energy to guide you into those places within you that really need your loving attention, but 
might feel pretty scary when you finally walk through the, that door within your heart or within your body. We might just feel crunchy or uncomfortable. I was actually working with a somatic therapist today how to receive some body work and he was working on my feet and we were working into an old sports injury in my one of my feet and as he was you know working into those places and spaces within my physical body i could feel um, both the emotional contractions and the emotional releases that were connected to that old sports injury and as he was working and, and bringing his 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 touch and his attention and his consciousness and his loving understanding into those places within my feet, I was bringing my same attention and awareness into those places as well. But I was also very very aware of as well the 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 sadness of like why is you know the the and also like how can I show up even better to my feet, to this place within me? How is love asking me to become even more present inside these places that have felt crunchy or even painful over the course of my life or connected to memories? It's like as the release was happening with the somatic therapist, it didn't feel so comfortable but the result was greater spaciousness, greater freedom, greater liberation, and greater happiness in my feet. After walking into that space and choosing to be very conscious and present within there, the therapist consciousness was a part of guiding my consciousness to a place within my body that wanted greater love, healing, and guidance. Your higher self, you could think about your higher self as the ultimate therapist or the ultimate spiritual guide or the ultimate counselor inside those places within you that are ready to be loved next by you. And so it's not just up to your human awareness what you are wanting to accomplish or experience or expand into in this lifetime. You, your human awareness is meant to co-create the much greater awareness, your higher self, which, by the way, because your soul is a part of God, you are now speaking into and praying about your receiving guidance with your source, with God consciousness, whatever you call God, the Holy Spirit, the, the Buddha light, that Christ light that gave birth to your soul in the worlds of form. You are in communion with that consciousness as well, whether you are conscious of it or not in your journey of self-love. And you can ask that presence of God, of unconditional love to guide you, to heal through you, to advocate for you to your own human awareness. Now, because you are a divine sovereign being, you also have the ability to be in communion with other sovereign divine beings who can also help you, such as angels and the ascended masters, such as Mother Mary. And because they, they bring such a depth of knowledge and wisdom and the healing arts, they are masters of, of these practices of how to move within ourselves, how to love and heal and guide and illuminate those places within ourselves. This is why we invoke them to mentor us. This is why re the very resonance of them being in our presence when we say, hey, I welcome you, Mother Mary, into the space. Mother Mary's like, great. I've been so wanting to help you this whole time. Thank you for inviting me in. If you want to talk about self-love, it's genuine, authentic, and legitimately quantum leaps you in your life. It is a co-creative path. It's a co-creative path with your higher self, the source of all life, and with your spiritual guides. That's how it works. If you try, if you think that you're doing it on your own, which by the way is impossible <laughs> because the spirit of God is within you, whether you acknowledge it or not. But if you, if you, think you have to do it alone, there is a, there is a belief system of separation that is going to cause an, un, an 
unneeded amount of pain and suffering in your healing journey when it's already, it's already challenging enough. So the question before we begin this reading, before we do this invocation that I'd really like to invoke with you. And we do this in the beginning of Sophia Circle Journeys. I'd like to practice this with you tonight. I invite you to take 30 minutes, excuse me, 30 seconds or one to one minute in silence where you really acknowledge a place about self-love that you would like to surrender to receive help from your higher self, from Sophia, God, source, whatever you call that consciousness. And from the Ascended Masters, help, guidance, and co-creative support. And I will join you for that one minute of silence where you can drop into your heart through the breath, move out of your head and move into your heart space and really get honest about what is that space or place that within you, that part of your life that you would like to receive more co-creative support with. Healing, expanding, up-leveling, You can either silently or out loud ask for that help right now. And when you're ready, I invite you to imagine that if you were to wrap up that request into a box and maybe put some gift wrapping on it with a bow, maybe you got a few packages to wrap up, I know I do, and then handing that to either your higher self, to God, or to an ascended master that you would like to just feel the relief of handing that request over, saying, I know this is my work to do, but I also know it is my, my great privilege that I get to receive your support and your help co-creating new divine solutions that will help me feel supported and connected and loved as I remember how to love myself. Just handing that over. And feel what it feels like to allow the weight of that gift as you're handing it over. How there's a lightness that can expand somewhere within you, maybe within every part of you. And within that spaciousness, within that lightness, I'd like to welcome the fullness of the Sophia Dragon Tribe, all of the Ascended Masters that came together in a collective voice to give us the sacred text of the Sophia Code. Thousands upon thousands of Ascended Masters who are exceptional teachers on how we can embody the self-love of our sovereign divinity. And in particular, I'd like to call in your circle of empowerment and, and have those beautiful Ascended Masters revealed in section two of the Sophia Code create a circle of light around you. I welcome in the north, White Buffalo Woman, in the northeast, Isis, 
In the east, we welcome Hathor and the Hathor Star Nation. In the southeast, we welcome Green Tara and the Order of Dakinis. In the south, we welcome beautiful Mother Mary. In the southwest, we welcome Mary Magdalene and Ascended Master Jesus. In the west, we welcome Kuan Yin and Mahavatar Babaji. In the northwest, we welcome the Holy Seraphim of Sophia, the Sophia Dragons. Notice as we invoke the circle of empowerment of the Ascended Masters to surround you in their grace and their unconditional love and in their protective light, that you might feel a, clar a clarity of support, a clarification of love. Perhaps there's some spaciousness around you and within your mind that you didn't feel until you invoked these masters to support you. This is called co-creating, co-creating support. And especially during these times where people are, we are still living in more isolation than not. Um, it's important to invoke the circle of empowerment every day to feel how these ascended masters are not limited by the space-time continuum, by physical reality. You have very powerful friends and teachers and guides that you have access to every day, all day long, and they love you unconditionally. Today, I received a vision from Mother Mary, Jesus, and Mary Magdalene. I'm actually wearing my Mother Mary medallion right now from my jewelry collection, the Divine Feminine Christ jewelry collection. And I am really excited about turning to page 171 in the Sophia Code to work with this passage through prayer and meditation for us to up, uplift our mind and our hearts both in the teachings of Mother Mary, but also we're going to be receiving a healing with this beautiful trinity of the two Marys and Jesus supporting our greatest empowerment this evening. So if you would like, please turn with me to page 171 in the Sophia Code, which is chapter nine. And the entire chapter nine of the Sophia Code is Mother Mary speaking to us directly. So for those of you who are completely new to the concept of the Sophia Code, the Sophia Code is a channeled text. I spent seven years of my life writing down word for word everything that you read in this book directly from the Ascended Masters. This is what Mother Mary wanted to share with humanity for this lifetime. And so this passage is, is really perfect for where we're at um, in our 2021 uh, Transforming Trauma into Soul Power Live Mentor, mentor Journey, uh, where last week we, we covered the topics of shame and moving beyond shame into self-love. And so these four paragraphs on page 171 are a really beautiful blueprint of how Mother Mary can co-create and support us in our journey of self-love, which is so perfect given the amount of shame that we find in a lot of traditional religious doctrine about the Holy Family, Mother Mary and Jesus and Mary Magdalene. It's just really perfect that we're going to be reprogramming that this evening with the self-love and unconditional love of Mother Mary. So let's start um, in the second paragraph, halfway through the paragraph, there's this sentence that begins with, I revel in the everyday details of your life that are all contributing to your journey of ascension. Let's pause there. What really stands out for me and that Mother Mary would really like to stand out for you this evening is that she revels in the everyday details of your life. This is Mother Mary. Mother Mary is 
the superstar of Ascended Masters, both on this planet and others, and she is extremely interested in your life. Isn't that incredible? And how every, every detail of your life, all of the everyday details of your life that are all contributing to your journey of ascension. So what is she saying here? She's saying that there isn't a single detail of your daily life that does not contribute to your ascension. It all matters. It all counts. It's all connected. The smallest acts of self-care and self-love, how you dress yourself, how you care for your body, the foods you eat, how you speak to yourself or others, it's all a part of your ascension journey. And Mother Mary it actually revels in it. She finds it fascinating. That's what happens when you become enlightened, <laughs> like a master, like Mother Mary. They are absolutely aware and completely fascinated by the perfection of this worlds of form that the, the, what would seem like mundane daily chop wood carry water elements that actually carves the masters of the universe into form. Like our daily responsibilities, our daily joys, our daily disappointments, they're all everyday details that contribute to your ascension. So interesting how much value Mother Mary is placing on you. She goes on to say, you can call on me for help with anything at all, for every moment of your life is precious to me. By the way, what Mother Mary is saying here is how all the Ascended Masters of the Sophia Dragon tribe feel about you. Um, I just thought this would be a particularly great passage for us to connect with uh, Mother Mary. So you can call on me for help with anything at all, for every moment of your life is precious to me. This was a big part of my journey of healing from trauma into soul power. It was when I understood that the Ascended Masters valued every part of me. And in their valuing and their desire to support me, at even my most ugly moments, you know, both within or without, like my most hurting, broken moments, it was like they were just right there loving me. They weren't going anywhere. They couldn't fix it all because it was my journey to heal my way through self-hatred, self-abandonment, addictions, the, the addictions to suffering. But their presence was always there and available to be called upon for help with anything, anything at all. So it was in that journey with the Ascended Masters, and it still is a journey I'm on with today, where in their unconditional love for us, ironically, we have a mirror to recognize all of the ways we are refusing to love ourselves. Because when we feel separated from ourselves, when we feel ashamed about parts of ourselves, we want to go hide and isolate and think that we can hide that truth from other people seeing that about ourselves. But the spirit world, the angels, these cinemasters, they see everything. God sees everything. There's no not seeing you. There's no hiding the truth of how you really feel about yourself from these ascended masters. And this is why we invoke them. It's because if they're willing to see us in all of our black and white and shades of gray and everything in between, and they are there loving us, that is a call to action. Eventually we wake up and we realize, Oh my God, that's how much I have. I am being asked to love myself in this lifetime. If they can do it, I have to learn how to do this. If they could go on their journey of self-love and they're here supporting my journey of self-love, I have to, I get to do this journey of self-love. I'm no longer going to deny myself what it's going to take. So what she's saying here, she's like, look, 
Every moment of your life is precious to me, even though it might not be to you. It is to me. That's because that's what love looks like. And she's saying, and you can call on me for help with anything at all. In this moment, I invite you to consider if there is unworthiness, feelings of unworthiness that would keep you from calling upon someone like Mother Mary for help. And if in this moment we could make the prayer together to no longer allow feelings of shame or feeling into feeling into shame or feeling into beliefs of unworthiness to prevent that from asking for help and support to co-create that that moment whatever that present moment is mother mary is saying hey it's precious to her so it could be precious to you if that's what you want to choose so let's make the prayer together i call upon my higher self a call upon my direct relationship with God to co-create every moment of my life as being precious to me with the ascended masters guiding me and how I can accept and receive their help and their love in this moment today and every day. Amen. There are moments where we dip into self-hatred. There are moments when we dip into shame. There are moments when we dip into despair, where it feels even impossible to say a one-sentence prayer like that. I want you to know that a prayer can be as simple as, Mother Mary, please help me now. Sophia God, please help me now. Higher self, please help me now. That's a good enough prayer to kick everything into, into fifth gear for you. And from that prayer, you may start to feel more words come. You may st start to feel more inspiration and guidance and feelings and even movement of energy and emotions. Let's keep going in this reading. Mother Mary says, my divine love is practical, tender, sweet, and tough enough to reflect the authentic support that you need in every present moment. Ooh, isn't that interesting? Tough enough to reflect the authentic support that you need in every present moment. What is she saying here? She's saying, I get it. I get how challenging being human can feel. I get how compressed a human journey especially a modern human journey can be for you. She's saying, I am here as a mentor, love that is practical, tender, sweet, and tough enough to reflect the authentic support that you need in every present moment. You know, if you've got something that a decision coming up for yourself where it would be so great if you made the prayer and you heard the answer that you wanted to hear, but you knew that the answer that you wanted to hear wasn't actually the answer to your prayer. Invoke Mother Mary to tell you the truth about what you're really praying about. There have been projects, there have been times in my life where it would have been easier to run away. It would have been easier to not show up to that project or that offering. And when I would invoke Mother Mary, she would say, you can have all of your feelings about this. And the answer to your prayer would still be for you to complete this task or to follow through with this decision or to commit to fill in the blank. So if you want a truth barometer <laughs> about following your heart and not running away from your heart, Mother Mary is that guide that will most lovingly but firmly support you and being true to yourself. Why? Because being true to yourself is self-love. And sometimes it does take a tough enough moment to love yourself beyond the self-hatred or sabotage or shame that you may feel. She goes on to say, for those of you who need a mother or a best friend that you've never had, I am here to joyfully embody those roles for you and help you heal unresolved wounds. I also awaken the inner mother and best friend within you, supporting the emotional growth of these important relationships with yourself. 
we talk a lot about this teaching in the Sophia Code Mistress School and many of our programs. We talk about how the reason why we mentor with the Ascended Masters is because they're teaching us how to become really good parents to ourselves. Very often when we come into contact with Mother Mary, we are looking to her as a mother figure or Jesus. We're looking to him as a father figure that we didn't really have. Not many of us do not come from backgrounds of having a healthy father figure. Maybe you did have a healthy father and maybe he died. It's like a lot of people look to these ascended masters to become the spiritual parents that we need, the role models. But they are role models. And what they are modeling for us is that we can develop the inner mother and the inner father for ourselves. The one within us that can think ahead of the game of life and say, you know what, honey, you're, I know you're going you're gonna to have to show up to this particular day of work or this particular relationship in a really mature way, but let's make sure we reward the inner child and, re and really support all of those challenging feelings and here's how I'm going to do it. And the inner mother or the inner father identifies systems of reward, systems of self-care, systems of play that really nurture your inner child, nurture the places within you that are, that are healing beyond old wounds. And that strengthening of the inner parent is what Mother Mary says she's helping, helping to model for you and, and mentor you in. And uh, you'll often know when those, those places and species within you are arising that are calling out for that inner parent, especially when you are drawn to Mother Mary or to Kuan Yin. You're like, okay, all right, this next level of learning how to parent and love the one within me that deserves all of my loving attention, Mother Mary is going to step in and help co-create that parenting with me. So... Let's keep going. What she's saying is, in our mentor relationship, it is vitally important for you to remember that I am never judging your learning experiences. I support you to reach beyond religious ideas of self-shaming guilt. That's interesting. How many of us learn by shaming ourselves or guilting ourselves into our evolution? Let's take this moment and this opportunity to breathe into that divine love that mother mary is never guilting and never shaming you she's simply adoring you respecting you encouraging you and from mother mary's heart i'm witnessing this beautiful pink energy flowing out from her heart connecting with your heart And this is a pink ray transmission of self-acceptance, self-love. And a clearing of the self-doubt that someone like Mother Mary could intimately love you and know you and support you and co-parent your inner child with you. Breathing into that beautiful pink healing light. I invite you to feel that pink light start to permeate even the back of your heart and flow up the back of your neck and down the back of your, and down into your lower back. And she goes on to say at the end of the paragraph, know that I am here to walk with you as an unconditionally loving ally through every vulnerable, challenging step of releasing any and all addictions to complacency and victimhood. My guiding light presence shifts your perspective from being a powerless bystander in life or even a victim of life to that of a sovereign co-creator with you, your higher self and Sophia. As a mentor, I know that this shift will occur for you in successive stages of integrative understanding Breathing in that pink light, that pink healing light of Mother Mary, I ask your unconscious, your subconscious, and your localized human awareness to merge with the consciousness of your higher self 
and to take in that sentence. Mother Mary is saying, I know that the shift will occur for you in successive stages of integrative understanding. What is she saying? She's saying self-love is a journey and not a destination. She's saying that the shift in your consciousness, the shift in how you treat your body, how you talk to yourself, how you are learning to love yourself in new and exciting and co-creative ways with the Ascended Masters. She's saying there are successive stages where you integrate the healing, which then brings you greater understanding. She's going on to say, I work with you at your own pace. Why? Because that's love. while always encouraging you to be persistent with your progress. I protect, ground, and guide you throughout every spiritual awakening from victimhood and walk with you every step of the way to embody your full sovereign creative power. So we're going to close tonight's reading from the Sophia Code with a beautiful quantum healing from Mother Mary and Jesus and Mary Magdalene and honor this journey of self, of true authentic self-love, acknowledging that every day is precious to the ascended masters and ultimately can, we can learn for how every day is a precious, it's just a continuation of this journey. And so I welcome Mother Mary and Jesus and Mary Magdalene to create a beautiful healing container of light around your body, heart, mind. And I'm witnessing Ascended Master Jesus standing at your crown. And I invite you to visualize laying down and just allowing yourself both, you could physically lay down or you could in your mind visualize laying down And Jesus is standing at your head and Mary Magdalene is at your feet. And Mother Mary is at your heart. And Jesus places his hands on your head and as he does, he's inviting you to experience this beautiful crystalline Christ light flowing from your crown all the way down to your feet. Where Mary Magdalene has her her hands on your feet and she is channeling this beautiful same pink healing light from your feet back up to your crown so there's the white light that's flowing down from your head to your feet and from your feet to your crown there's this beautiful pink light that's flowing in a circular rhythmic waterfall like a river of life healing energy momentum and Mother Mary has placed her hands on your actual heart and she's singing into your heart. And you may begin to feel your heart chakra spiral open like the rose that she talks about in her chapter of the Sophia Code. You may see your heart spiraling open as pink rose petals, maybe red rose petals, maybe blue rose petals, maybe white rose petals. And as it spins open, I invite your consciousness to feel into that a universe of space that exists within you that is very often easier to feel when the ascended masters are invoked around us. And to feel how in that space, you may even feel the sound or the feeling of birds singing. You may begin to feel rays of light opening up from the center of your heart as Mother Mary sings into your heart. And the light that's traveling from Jesus to Mary Magdalene, from Mary Magdalene back to Jesus through your body, heart, mind, and all four levels of your being. It's electric, but it's also very gentle. It's fiery, but it's also very cooling. And it comes to you as a gift and a prayer from Jesus and Mary Magdalene. They talk about us being the Phoenix children of this generation. 
in Mary Magdalene's chapter, she shares how we are the generation that is rising up from the ashes of so much genocide, so much pain, so much patriarchal oppression. We are the souls that are bright enough, resilient enough, strong enough, radiant enough, willing enough to create a pathway of healing, not just for ourselves, but for all of humanity based on our own journey of self-love through sovereignty. Mary Magdalene uh, speaks about this in the Sophia Code on page 202, where she writes, Jesus, myself, and our many allies set into motion a movement that provided a foundational blueprint for your generation to rise up in radical spiritual leadership. We fulfilled certain prophecies of a dark age so that you may rise as the Phoenix children, fulfilling your own prophecies to declare the sovereign divinity of humanity's origin. As Jesus spoke that even greater works will be accomplished than these, he was speaking of your own sovereign potential to commend miracles and awaken humanity to its own ability for creating heaven on earth. Mary Magdalene goes on to say later on page 202, I am especially drawn to working with women and men who seek to radically embody every facet of their true selves without apology. I help you get acclimated with asserting your personal power as a spiritual leader and how to remain in integrity with yourself and your divine purpose, regardless of all circumstances. So in closing tonight with Mary Magdalene and Jesus and Mother Mary, I'd like to offer a special prayer that's really been coming up for me personally. And what I understand through a journey of uh, self-love through divine feminine leadership, which I talk a lot about in the Stargate 2 curriculum, is that whatever I am transforming into soul power, whatever I am healing from, whatever I am releasing, it's, it's a part of the collective release. It's a part of part of our shared journey and what I am personally receiving a lot of support in from the Ascended Masters this weekend and really my whole life is the release of self-doubt. And I've become very conscious recently of just how much doubt can demolish confidence in yourself, in myself. And so Jesus asked for this healing to happen this evening to clear our attachments to doubting ourselves when we are the Phoenix children that came here to set this world on fire with our love and our belief in ourselves and to not give in to all of the patriarchal programming that would have us doubt ourselves or deny ourselves or punish ourselves for how beautiful and powerful and talented and loving we are. Every single one of us has so much to offer this world. And one of the most interesting ways of punishing ourselves out of our purpose is to doubt ourselves. Isn't it interesting that in the Bible, the Apostle Thomas was given such a highlighted space where Jesus had so much compassion for how Thomas doubted that Jesus stood before him, that he took Thomas's hands and put them directly into the wounds of the crucifixion that were then healed in Jesus's body so that Thomas would no longer doubt the truth of what Jesus was teaching him was that Christ consciousness overcomes all fears, all wounding, even the ultimate wound of death. And so this evening with the presence of Jesus, the presence of Mary Magdalene, the presence of Mother Mary and the entire Sophia Dragon tribe, I pray for a collective clearing for each of us individually, personally in our hearts, body, hearts and minds, but also for our lightworker community at large across the planet, people, souls we don't even know yet, but that are connected to us, our soul family the spirit of doubt to be completely cast out and for the angel of confidence 
the Holy Spirit of confidence in who we are as daughters and sons of the Most High to be even more deeply downloaded and, and installed as the true operating system of self-love within every cell of our body, within every space of our heart, within the emptiness and halls of our minds. We, we even wrap that the ego structure that we each inherited by becoming human bodies within that spirit, that Holy Spirit of confidence in our direct connection to source, confidence in our worthiness, confidence in the truth of our sovereign divinity, confidence in how loved we are by the ascended masters, by the archangels, by every light being that is cheering us on, guiding us and supporting us in our everyday ascension. It's a daily walk. Ascension is a daily walk. And that we can have confidence in the value and the worth of our daily journey as Mother Mary values us in our daily walk. As Jesus promised, he would always walk with us in our daily walk. As Mary Magdalene honors those who walk without apology for who they are. These are the kind of people that we want to co-create our heaven and earth with. They get it. They get how worthy we are because they got how worthy they were. They understood and they remembered and they cast out the spirit of doubt themselves to step into that radiant self-knowing, that radiant self-love, that radiant self-acceptance of their true worth through Sophia God, through their divine inheritance of their own divine genome, their own sovereign divinity, which can never be taken away. And so we pray as a collective and as individuals, we pray in the days and weeks to come to witness how this spirit of confidence, this Holy Spirit of confidence begins to move through us in new and exciting ways to help us make choices of self-love that we've never made before, to support us in celebrating ourselves in ways that truly delight our our. our our deepest heart spaces and the innocence of our inner child. We call forth the confidence that we can safely harmonize both our divine purpose and, and the ways that we're serving this world with the ways that we're serving our own hearts and those that are nearest and dearest to us. We call forth the, un, uh, the, the unending confidence that we are safe, that we are loved, that we are protected, that we are provided for that we are prosperous beings meant to prosper according to the divine will of Sophia God that seeks to prosper all through unconditional love. We welcome Jesus and Mary Magdalene and Mother Mary to continue this invocation of confidence in who we are and our worthiness of, of this much self-love and the worthiness of this much unconditional love in the hours and days and weeks to come. And we give thanks in advance for all of the ways that life will now imprint upon ourselves in unique, uh, in unique manifestations of more love, more generosity, more celebration as we choose to deepen in our confidence of how worthy we are of loving ourselves this much. Together as a community, we affirm it is done, it is done, it is done by the power of three, a perfect trinity. It is done and so it is. Thank you, Mother Mary. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Mary Magdalene. Thank you, Sophia Dragonchild. Thank you, Holy Mother, Holy Father God for this opportunity to invoke and receive, to let go, and to arise together as the one body of Christ, knowing in confidence and certainty of how loved we are and what a blessing we are to this world. We open up the ceremonial space, knowing that we each go blessed and surrounded and protected by the Ascended Masters, um, knowing that we'll be returning to the sacred space together next month, third Sunday of every month, the Heaven on Earth Prayer Collective. Uh, from my heart to yours, I want to thank you for creating sacred space together this evening. I want to thank all of our team angels that support this live broadcast. Um, please feel free to join us online on our 
um, international forum, our community forum on Facebook. If you'd like to join, feel free to reach out to us at kaira.com, K-A-I-A-R-A.com. And uh, if you're interested in learning how to open up your intuitive centers to feel, to see, to hear Mother Mary uh, for yourself, or to deepen your relationship with, with already an established connection to Mother Mary. Uh, one way that you can mentor with me is through the Psychic Development Training Program that we are offering online. And you can reach out to my team angels to learn more about that as well at kaira.com. I'm so grateful for this opportunity to pray with you tonight. Be blessed, be well, my friends. We'll see you next time. All my love. Namaste.